minutes. Teixeira, come on. I know. I wanted him to win so bad. Come on. All right, today we got my good buddy Josh here. We've been watching UFC fights for years, so we thought we'd kind of start sharing uh, some thoughts. We got UFC 275. Teixeira, I mean, I, I just don't know. It just seems so much like when he walked in, he had a little smile on his face. He was ready for retirement, walking down the aisle. Ready to go. He gets in, bumps him up. He's like, hey, this is going to be it. Then he gets in there, ringing his bell a little bit. The dog comes out. He starts fighting. And in the last 30 seconds, I couldn't help but think, did he just give up his neck? Did he just give up his neck when it mattered the most? I was just, I, I couldn't believe it. And, of course, you said all the dog tired stuff. I didn't think about it like that, you know. It's, I mean, it was bitter. It was hard to watch. Yeah. I mean, if you're rooting for... Uh, to share at that moment, if you're rooting for him, which a lot of people probably were, like, how can he not? 42 year old guy, he, how many fights he gets the you... belt now? He's defending it and he's, yeah, pretty much dominating. Crazy grind. What is it? I mean, he's had 33 and seven or 33 he's had a lot of fights, tons of fights, been around for him. I don't even know since the... I was a kid yeah. watching the UFC. Yeah. You want the guy to win, and uh, he cut him open early. Had a, you know, and then what? He didn't even tag him, didn't jab him, didn't didn't seem as though that was going to be any more of a focus for him throughout the fight. And I would think you would be spending so much time on that eye because it was nasty. And, and going into that fight, I mean, everybody's talking about it. If Glover can take him down and and do what he does on the on the ground, you know, ground and pound here and there and, and get lots of takedowns, that's his that's his key to victory. Prohaska, stay on my feet. Then they come out. And Teixeira starts tagging him. Yeah. And you're like, he can he can be on the feet. Isn't it kind of crazy? It seems like most of these big grappler guys that have been hanging around Oliveira, some of these other guys, as their career gets going a little bit longer, it seems either that it coaches or teammates or somehow everyone's game plan has got out of just this grappling thing and then no one else gets the memo. And they all come in there and they're like, oh my God, well, you know, where did this come from? I thought we were going to be grounded. I thought, you know, we've been right. training on the ground right. the whole time. Same thing here. He stands up, taking mm-hmm. a couple little jabby jabs. I think it shocked Prohaska. Yeah. Because Prohaska probably came out thinking he's going to try to take me down right away. Right. That pony poop, though, was on point. I mean, the little thing up here, I don't know. I'm, almost, I'm ready for a haircut. <laughs> and I might I might bring a picture of Prohaska and tell my barber. Is that the one? Yeah, I want a pony poop. You're going to have a little swingy yeah. thing? You think that tape, that tape's got to rip out his hair when he gets done with oh, it? They cut it? it. I'm sure they just cut it off. I tell you what, though, if that doesn't remind you of the show of like the Vikings or something, if you see this man in a bar, zero, zero talking smack, you leave no. that man alone. No. <laughs> no, he came, he came to the bar on a ship. Yeah, I don't doubt on it. On a ship. I don't doubt it. With no, but uh, the, the fight in general, I can't stress enough. I was in it to win it. I was kind of sad to, I thought the whole thing was set up. We just had. Oana was in there. She said, uh, I'm going to retire. I'm like, this feels like back-to-back retirement's going to occur. And I don't know. I don't know. When he gave his neck, he was on all fours. Of course, he was exhausted. And we watched that fight again just a couple minutes ago. And I have to say, that fourth round might have got him when he went for that choke. Is that what it was? Did the choke in the fourth just toast his arms that much where he just didn't when have he, anything left when in he the went, tank? When he went for the arm triangle and he hopped sides, I think he, in his mind... I think he's got in his head. He's thinking, "Oh, he'll tap," because it was a tight choke. Oh yeah, and he was squeezing very hard. So if you're, I mean, if you're squeezing somebody for 15, 20 seconds, you're 
your arms are tired. What was I that? Think the, you said it too. Yeah. What was it? The second or third round when he had him in another? He was some other choke, and that thing was just gushing. Oh, his eye. Oh man, like, he squeezes any harder. Yeah, <laughs> it might blow out of there. The eye might come out of the little cut. See, I would have thought though that that would have been something that he would have spent more time on. All it would have taken was a jab. That cut was nasty. Just a little jab here and there. Just a right. little jab. Just keep getting it open. A little bit more open. The game plan, though, for him was probably take him down. So his corner's telling him, you know, get in there, punch a little bit, do a little dirty boxing, and then take him down. Well, he did. He stuck to the plan. Even he when he almost had him knocked out in the fifth, it seemed like he had him multiple times. Out on his feet, maybe even, in one of those exchanges. He had him uh, on the ropes, and then when he took him down, kind of gave him a chance to come back. But credit to that guy. That dude is a hard-nosed dude. He took a lot of shots. He was around to the end, had a gas tank. Like, you know, probably one of the most grueling, exhausting fights you could have even asked for. Oh, oh that was the guarantee that was the hardest fight of his life. Five? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, what has he got? Like, I think he was like 28-0. He's only had three fights in the UFC. He's like 28 and something, 24 knockouts. Yeah, the guy's got some hands. Let's see. We got a little bit of line score for you here. But he knocks people out. That's his, that's his M.O. You yeah. Know, he goes out there and he stops people. Dominic Reyes fight, he, he stopped him in the second round. That fight against Dominic Reyes was probably one of the biggest crush sessions of all time. I mean, he kind of had his number. I don't know if Reyes was completely ready for him as much as it seemed as though everything he was doing, it seemed to work. So I don't know if his game plan was a little off or maybe he just got his bell rung and then it was all out the window. That That's a, that's a good point. I think he too, he may, maybe he overlooked him. I'm not like, a very popular guy. Right. I like that Mike Tyson line. Everybody's got a plan until you get punched until you in the get face. punched in the face. <laughs> or whatever it is. I don't yes. know what the exact <laughs> quote is. Along those lines but it's so true. It's like, oh, you think you know what you're going to do. Oh, yeah. God. Why? What was the game plan? <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't hurt me. <laughs> Could you imagine Mike Tyson in his prime sitting like across the ring? How much money would someone have to pay you to stand in with Mike Tyson? In a, in a boxing full, full or boxing any, match. anything like hey we're not gonna be sparring pads are off we'll glove up how much money you want to get in here with the champ because oh. you know you're going down you're going down you know you're going down hard you're gonna have medical bills to pay yeah so you gotta let's, you gotta add say, that into the let's cost. say that's all in there right medical bills you or, got a great insurance policy they're gonna okay. hook you up okay? okay so all that's covered how much money do you need for that shot probably not much you don't think? No. You like a twenty-seven fifty guy? Oh, oh, give me the money. <laughs> I don't punch, know though. One punch, one punch is all it's going to take for me. Yeah, like, I don't know about you. You're not going to take a beating. It's going to be one punch you, and you're done. So you're going to be hands down, just going in there, get this thing over with. Or are you going to try to move around a little bit? It doesn't matter what you try to do. It's Mike Tyson. See, I don't know because you feel like if you were in the ring in that moment and you had your elbows, like I don't know that I want to walk away with a broken rib any more than I want to get knocked out. But I think I'd rather just get knocked out, and get it over with. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. <laughs> just, just do it. Get over just, it. Just get me home. Just don't yeah. break my ribs that I got to deal with for like seven months. Yeah, just one shot. That's all. Yeah, not so. Then don't, I don't need so much. Don't like, kill me. Let's not get the temple. If you're gonna do some you body know? shots, then then we gotta. Up the ante. Up the ante. What's yeah. your number? Come on, pick one. What do you I'd got? Do it for a grand. Grand? Yeah, thousand dollars. Man, That'd buy me a new board. That would. But think about that. <laughs> Just one grand. You got to yeah. walk around six, six, seven weeks, probably hurting something. Your jaw. Yeah. Your be, face. Your you pride. Might be eating through a straw for a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. I think you need more money. Okay, ten, ten, ten grand. We'll do ten grand. You're I right. was thinking You're if right. there was like a real line, I'm probably in it to win it. 
fifty k. I'm, I'm, 50K? I want to like buy something cool after I get my butt whipped. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to take a shot, I want to at least get buy a, a car or something, get a something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at least Fill your uh, gas tank. <laughs> yeah. This day and age for sure. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, to share, he didn't retire. No. Afterwards they come out and say, Hey, what do you, you know, what do you think? You going to keep going? He says, what, what's he going to say? D- what, do you think I looked good? DC, yeah. <laughs> Did I look good? He's like, you looked you looked really good. He's like, then I keep going. Then I'll keep going. I got a kick out of that. I mean. Let's feel he, bad for the guy, though. What, what was the line he said? He said something about he was dog tired. I don't know what exactly he said. What was his? He said, what happened in those last, you know. Gassed that, out. Those last 50 seconds. He said, to be honest, I gassed. Yeah. I got you... tired and gassed. Could you imagine rolling around with those two big dudes? 205. What they weigh in at? They both were on weight, weren't they? Yeah. I don't I don't imagine I mean maybe two twenty, two thirty. You think Yuri's I don't got think they cut too much though. I think they're just kind of that size. Do you think Yuri's gonna have any uh long lasting issues with that eyeball? That was a deep cut. I've said it before, we've already kind of went over that. Don't want to mention it all again. He should have worked the eye more, but I'm just saying that's like a Nate Diaz. Yeah, cut. I mean it's that's like I was gonna bring that up. When we talk when we see other fighters who get those eye injuries when they fight again. It's right on that bone. It's almost the same thing. It's I would think the same cut and it opens up every fight. I would think that uh, most strikers are right-handed, mm-hmm. right down the power alley. You take an overhand right all day long. I don't know, well, especially the way he leaves his hands down. Prohaska, I would. He fights. He's got a wild style, doesn't he? Yeah, I was kind of surprised with the left hand. I get wild style. I get upright position. A little bit of that, you know, karate stance, if you will. But he almost sticks his nose out. Like, come on. Come on. But you would think that the left hand would be more ready. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to stick your nose and you want to kind of entice someone to come in and swing at you, wouldn't you be insanely ready to counter? It didn't seem as though, and I need to go back and watch a couple of other fights and see if he has just got an odd angle for that counter, but he never really showed that. It just kind of looked like his left hand was crazy low and daring him to swing at him. I think what it is, he's just unorthodox. So when you fight an unorthodox fighter, you're going to get some shots in there that you don't see coming because he's backing out, he's coming back in, and he's got his hands down the whole time. He's yeah. kind of moving his head, and then boom, all of a sudden one comes up. <laughs> Remind me, uh, my, my daughter's been watching all these different uh, you know, Buzz Lightyear things because yeah. that movie's coming out. And so we had Buzz Lightyear on there, and have you seen the little button on the Buzz Lightyear where it's like the chop punch? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, dude, that's what his left hand is. Yeah. just like right there with or, the little swat. Or the little robot the little robot things that uh, you have like a, a red and a yellow <laughs> robot, and they're just hands go up. Oh, yeah, as fast as you can pet them. <laughs> yeah, it's too true. I don't, I don't know, though. I It kind of depends when he fights next. If he fights a big striker, which – well, we already know he's going to fight. He's going to be fighting uh, Jan next, right? Yeah, Blahovic. Jan. Who's, who's going to uh, take that one? Who got starched by Glover. Teixeira. I don't know. I don't know if he got starched. He got laid on and tapped out. I, I was going to say, I think he got surprised with the tactics. Yeah. And even just like Erie, I think he got surprised by how much he was going to strike mm-hmm. more so than the grappling. I, I think he was ready to grapple in the... Fifth round comes around. If you got anything left in the tank to get a big guy off you like that and then still tap him out, he was ready for grappling. Yeah. He was prepared. So we'll have to see. You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when that title fight will occur. Probably going to give the guy at least six, eight months, uh, probably. I mean, he's got to heal up that high before you I'd get I'd like there. to see it in November. Probably November, December. Like. I don't want to see it next year. I want to see that fight this year. Because so. Jan's, Jan's ready to get back in there. Yeah. He just came off a win. 
Uh, and they said, Dana said, whoever wins this next fight between Teixeira and Prohaska is, so is probably like Yon's a November matchup. That's what about, what, like to see. what do you think well, about Teixeira the okay. then? When you, you want to, she retired. It was kind of interesting because I was thinking like, are we literally looking at foreshadowing with Teixeira? Mm-hmm. But she knows as well as anybody else. You might as well retire because you're probably looking at 38, 39 before you get another shot. She's got so buried on that card now with that loss that, you know, Teixeira, I don't know that he's not going to be in that same situation. I feel like they gave him his shot and he executed. He took advantage. He got his belt. But I can't imagine that they're going to try to bring a guy in because there's too much money involved. If I bring that guy back into the mix and you're going to retire on me in a year, how many marketing dollars have I spent? All of that stuff, whether the organization, they're going to want a younger dude to get in there and get so the So you're belt. thinking about it from Dana White's perspective, not a fan's per- perspective. You would love to I see, him, see Glover again. Yeah, I would love to see him get back in the mix, but I just can't see him getting a title shot anytime soon. I mean, if Jan wins, I don't think Teixeira will be the matchup. Teixeira, he's a money fighter now, though. I, don't, I just He got the title. He's 42 years old. Make some money. I guess it depends... Call out John Jones. Oh, gosh. <laughs> gosh. When he lost, I was so sad that I don't want to see him fight John Jones because John Jones might hurt him. John does, Jones is a bad when man. When does John Jones come back? I'm not sure. I mean, what they've been talking a lot about, probably a fall fight or a winter fight, but it always just seems like something happens, either drugs or steroids or it's something, or he goes off his rocker again. It just punches his... Yeah, punches people in the yeah, street, punches yeah. his wife, gets the calls, the cops called on him. I'm not, uh, I'm not on the John Jones set a date game Don't. at all. I think you got to wait until it's here and he's literally standing in a ring because something definitely possibly could happen. That's the question mark of this division, though. The light heavyweight division. It's John's go- John Jones going heavyweight. There's nothing in it left. At middle, I, I don't think. You think he just goes straight to heavyweight? I think he's going to stay heavyweight. That's where the money's at. I mean, if he yeah. if he has put on the mass that he claims to have done, and he's not chubby, and he's put on the muscle pictures, it looks like he's ready for it. Do it they looks give, like a heavyweight. Do they give him a title fight right away at heavyweight? Does he take? I don't on? see how you couldn't. I mean, I'm just being honest. How could you not? You think he's waiting for Nganu to have a couple more fights, and then? When that division kind of gets boring because Ngannou just starches everybody, he's got the power, he's got the takedown ability now, he's got the wrestling on his game. I think the writing's on the wall. John Jones, if he gets in, if he gets in the heavyweight division anytime around now, I think he'll probably get the belt pretty easily. The problem is, is you, you can't help but think about the matchmaking situation. Dana White probably doesn't really care if John Jones gets the belt immediately because he's probably going to end up missing three years for being stupid. And then you got Nganu, who doesn't want to write a contract to do anything. He's hiding from him, wants to go box, wants to do that. So I don't know that there's a real good heavyweight guy to plug millions and millions yeah. of promo money into. No. Uh, and not, then, not a sprint to get that one done. Nganu's already talking about doing other things, fighting, uh, going, going into the boxing realm yeah. and, and fighting... Uh, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. There you go. I think that'll be interesting, but I'm sorry. I, I just don't think he's got a shot. I've I'm not seen. A fan of it. I've been watching Tyson Fury fight kind of um, since his original comeback, right? The first Wilder fight. I went back and I'm a big fight fan. So I went back and watched maybe six or seven of his last fights. And he's just a dog, man. I love his style. I love oh, how witty he is. I love, I love the way that he moves in the ring. He's the always herky, jerky you. style. Yeah. He's got his own thing going on. And now yeah. he's bringing in a little bit of. Uh, 
Uh, I kind of like the transition in the second Wilder fight when he was talking to him uh, or when in the promos and everything. And they're like, you want me to throw heavy hands? I'll show you heavy hands. Mm-hmm. I'm a boxer. I've been boxing. If you want me to knock people out and you want me to throw heavy hands, fine. And he comes out in the Wilder fight, second one. That was kind of the big deal. It's like, you want me to see me hit somebody? I'll hit somebody. And right. I, I just, they're, they're just like Conor McGregor in the same breath. When people can talk shit and back it up, there's nothing better in the fight game. Nothing that's better. That's all in the you fight. need. Yeah, that's nothing better that's in the fight need. game. Love I it. mean, even if it's cringy, look at look at uh, Colby Covington. Yeah. He's cringy. <sighs> Man, but it, he, can, he talks the talk and it, people get excited about it. Yeah. You got Colby Covington. Uh, Patty the Batty, he love him. Terrible, love him. He who did he call out his last fight? Marcus Zuckerberg. <laughs> did he? I didn't see that. He called out Mark Zuckerberg. What he did a post or something? Or did he? Yeah. Did after the he fight? said, "Mark Zuckerberg, I'm going to punch you in the face." <laughs> after they asked him who he wants to fight next, uh, like, I didn't see on, that. Man. I watched the fight. Didn't even see that. How did I miss that? I don't know. That's, That's awesome. Patty the Batty, he cracks me up. I hope that. Uh, I hope that he can continue. You know every. The thing about the internet is that if there's any any doubt or anything towards anybody, tons of negative stuff going to come out. Right. So them talking about his weight issues and all this stuff seems to be super easy to do. You know, let's talk about this guy. Let's, you know, he, he can never be a champ. You know, TJ Jillian Charles saying he, right. he's never going to be a champ because he can't manage his weight one day. You know, the cheater himself says that. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying, though, is like there's a lot to it. When you get in your 30s, you're not going to be able to make those weight cuts like that. So it'll be interesting to see how he ages. Is he going to move up a weight class, which is possible if you can't seem to lose the weight? But, man. I think he moves up. He's got to work his tail off to get all them pounds off to get back to 145. Is that what he's at? Yeah, one, 145. I don't know. He might be a 55. I can't remember. Is he in Conor McGregor's division? Uh, yeah, I think he's 55. Yeah, he's 55. 55. Patty the Batty. Uh, but he's he is very strategic. So he, um, I was just reading about this the other day, actually. Patty was offered by Dana when he was like 17, 18 um, to come over to the UFC. And he turned it down. Because in his, he talked about it. He said, let's say I go to the UFC. Um, I get beat up because I'm not ready. There goes my chances. Like if you lose sure. one fight in the UFC, unless, I mean, unless you want to wait Oliveira time, you know, he, he had a lot of losses and then he gets the belt. So he's thinking about this stuff. He's processing that. And he's like, let me win. Let me make some money in the, um, the whatever fight division he was in. I don't, I don't remember what it was. I'm not sure either. But, uh, finally when he's 21, he says, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. He's moving into it. Yeah. He's moving into it the right way. If you almost a boxer mentality, right? We've got to groom this record we've mm-hmm. got to make sure it's it's sitting awfully nice we need a, a lot of wins we need low losses we need to have it ready for the merchandise we need to have it ready for the right opponents at the right time what do the matchups look like you know set it up just so right at the right time everything's peaking and then you make buku's of dollars you gotta you gotta play the game oh miley's kind of like that a little bit he's he's kind of trying to play the yeah. game he's yeah. but i don't know like the one thing that i think everybody is n- not doing quite at the level is you got to remember that when you're hot you got to fight. Yeah, absolutely. So you got to get out there and you got to have three, four fights a year minimum. That's when all those big dollars come in. Any one of these guys that takes a world by storm, it's because they're fighting. They're active. Right. And then anytime they're on their way out, all of a sudden you're getting one a year. And then it's real easy to and give you the boot. battling injuries. Right. And then you take two years. Conor McGregor out. Yeah. <laughs> Him coming back hasn't been that good. We'll have to see. I'm not sure if old Conor McGregor is going to have what it takes to fight for a title and win 
at this point. I mean, no. you got to get back in the game a little bit. I love the guy, though. I don't have any qualms about no, him. No, me neither. I, I love watching him. He's a great entertainer. Uh, you just, I've been pulling for him through all of the losses. And it's just like, man, the writing's on the wall. You're a little rusty. Right. Just a little rusty. Got to get out there. And He's then. good for the sport, though. You can't oh, yeah. deny that. You well, what are you going to do? Hey, uh, could I get like a like a Z-level fight just for fun? I mean, he tried it. He did it with Cerrone. Yep. And he worked his tail off. He got back into shape, gets super cut up. You show up, and it's a 30-second fight yeah, because of some Cerrone. crazy shoulder you threw. And like, well, what is that going to do? That didn't get you ready for a title fight. No, it doesn't. So that's probably what he's looking at with that. You know, right. we already played this. We already did this yeah. whole song and dance. Let's just give me the title yeah, I shot. What, I don't know what the move is there. Waylee. Juana. Unbelievable. I kind of sad she retired. You know what I mean? She, yeah. Yeah. Bit of a grinder. You know, bit of a grinder. Always been in the division. She's actually one of the funnest girls to watch she in is. the division. I don't know. But she's actually going to go out there and, I mean, she's going to go out there and, and throw fists and kicks. And she's going to try to knock people out. Whereas, you know, the, the, the females fighting overall in the UFC. Easy. It's... Easy. I'm I'm not gonna go too far <laughs> on it. But you get people like even if you if you've ever watched UFC with girls, they're they're bored of the girl fights. They don't like watching them. But in my opinion, I've watched a lot of UFC fights and there's a lot of more there's a lot more females on the cards now. I think they're exciting. Well, female fighting in the last probably year and a half has significantly improved. Oh yeah. If you think about where it was five years ago, it was kinda like watching the UFC men fight 10 years ago a lot of holding on to each other a lot of grappling because there are so many weaknesses in everyone's right. grappling game and it, it's kind of almost as if when the grappling and the mixed martial arts on the ground and handling body control evolves then striking comes back and you can kind of see as time goes on a lot of these girls are getting very very good on the ground and the striking is starting to st so you, you think back to the history of women's fighting in the in the ufc you got ronda rousey Right. Who most of her finishes were, I'm going to grab you and choke you out. Right. Well, now you're getting highlight knockout finishes. That's right. I mean, it, striking has changed immensely. You think about the creativity of Wei Li in, the, in this fight. You know, oh. you're having exchanges. She, you know, unfortunately, she was getting dominated. You hate to see it, but Wei Li has improved tremendously. Wait, who, who's getting dominated? Joanna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was getting she dominated was in the fight. You know, when when you really watch, she started doing that hip throw and everything, and then she ended up on the bottom every time. It's like, quit throwing her down because she's owning you on the you bottom. You can throw her all you want, but she's going to grapple out. Yeah, she's really become, uh, she's evolved quite a bit, and that spinning back fist, I don't know, she didn't even get her with the fist, I don't think. I'm pretty sure her forearm just smashed her face in half. God, yeah, it was Whatever brutal. this bone is right here. Oh, death whatever and that destruction. Oh. I don't know. That was, if that wasn't the knockout of the night, I mean, there was a lot of good knockouts on the card, but that was one of my favorites. Yeah, she was. it was pretty creative, but she was getting dominated. Even in the first round, all those elbows she was catching on the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't know for sure. I, it's it's hard to see her retire, but, you know, if you, if your mind's not in it, it's over for you anyway. Right. You she, know? What'd she say? She was 35. Yeah. She, she wants to be a mom. She wants to start a business. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand how you could even be a mom and go through all those fight camps and everything. Oh, no. Uh, but, you know, what do you do? Pretty incredible. What do you do? We got, uh, what was the other fight? We got another female fight. You want to touch it a little bit? What do you yeah. think? Bring Shevchenko. In. Oh, yeah. 
The she looks good. She, she looks sharp, but it was kind of interesting as the fight went on. I was kind of surprised at how normally she looks like she is completely dominating yeah. the ring. When they're in the octagon and they're dancing around, it, it always just, you have that vibe of dominance. Right. And I don't know that after the first round, there was an aura around her as you normally see. It kind of, you know, she's measuring, she's sitting there, she's always in the pocket. And when it is a scrambler, always dominating. And after that first round, it seemed a little bit like, I got to I gotta watch Oh, well, it was very much Santos has a chance in this fight. Oh, yeah. And she, I mean, the takedown ability of Santos, she was, I think she was like five for five or six for six. On she controlled her. She controlled her pretty much the entire time when she was on the ground. It didn't, oh, yeah. didn't seem as though she was getting countered much, but... You know, these judges, they've they've kind of changed the way they're doing stuff. Well, if you're not hurting people. Well, Santos has to. She's got to work on her striking. Yeah. If she, wants to, if she wants to win on the cards. You can't just take people down. Because the judges, like you just said. Do you think anything changes if she doesn't get that big headbutt? Because you can't tell me that when you see massive damage on someone, you're not kind of already leaning a certain way. It's human nature. I don't think anything changes because she was already getting dominated on her feet anyways. Right. So, what was it, the the maybe line it was score? A head, maybe it was a headbutt. It could have been a it could have been a, a fist. It could have been an elbow that she caught later on. She was she was losing on the feet. Yeah. This right here. Take a look. You got two hundred and thirty four total strikes compared to one twenty eight. That was the number I was looking for. That you know when you look at it from that perspective, you could see where that judge comes up with that crazy split. I mean, forty nine forty six. When you when we I didn't saw think that, it was that bad. Yeah. When we saw it come up and they they said you know split decision, I'm like, okay, okay, the maybe, but I, I don't quite think so. But when you really looked at the significant strikes, she threw three hundred and nine significant yeah. strikes. Yeah, she's got to get this hand. Landed two hundred thirty four of them. That's a lot of strikes. A lot of strikes. I I, I kind of think that. That's what she's going to see. Santos, the coaches are going to be like, we got to start swinging. We got to start banging. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to get in there with a striker and then you're not going to match the numbers, then you, you've got to have at least some kind of ground and pound that you're stopping her right. from striking and you're scoring more points. But most of those, if you remember, it wasn't on the fight for a majority of the fight. So a lot of those strikes were actually coming out of her being on the bottom. Right. Remember that? She was on the bottom coming up. And then whenever they they'd roll around different exchanges. So she was getting credit for strikes while she was, you know, in duress, if you will, you right. know, so Santos, you can't just let her pound you in the face just because you're on her. Right. You know, and I mean, I didn't even realize this until you brought that up. Um, three for three on takedowns where Shevchenko was three of five. Looking at that fight, I thought, you know, she had all she she won the wrestling match. Well, she countered her quite a bit. So, she did. yeah, she came back and took position even after she had not got the takedown. So 49, 46. That one judge scored. It makes sense now that I'm looking at this. At first, it was like it's a little. Eh, <laughs> how can you how can you call it 49, 46? Well, the 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 interesting thing about scoring now in the UFC is they're trying to, and it hasn't been just recently, but as a fight fan watching them fight, I don't know that it was always so apparent that we weren't just going to give the fight to your Holly Holmes that held the girl up against right. it. I mean, if you're looking at it from a dominant standpoint, if you're holding her wherever you want her the entire fight, traditionally in the UFC, you get to win. And it seems a little bit like the the scoring changes that have occurred. I think I had read that they actually changed the way that things were scored, more weighted towards significant strikes. This was actually years ago, but it, right. you didn't see it as much in the cards. But I think now right. you're starting to see... The scoring is like, you know, you can lay on me all you want, but if you're not actually doing any damage, you're not going to win just because you helped me for four rounds. A, a takedown means a lot less yeah, than which it is, did. 
Yeah, take me down and what'd you do to me? Right. You know, which, I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? You think that a takedown should have more pull to I'm, it? I'm on board with the, if you're going to take somebody down, you got to do damage. And I come from a wrestling background. I'm a wrestler. You right. Know? Um, so I like, I like the wrestling aspect of the sport. Do, do you get any more points or weight towards the idea of trying to get a, a tap out or a choke or this or that. I mean, submission I, you, attempts. It, it doesn't really seem as though the cards make it look that way. When you see the scores yeah. at the end, like even if you try to do a couple different submission attempts, it looks to me like it's complete striking. Right. If you're not smashing well, faces, we're not giving you points. The fans, the fans want to see, they want to see carnage. I yeah. mean, that's why you sign into the UFC. True. Because you want to see somebody get beat up. I mean, that's what makes it so exciting. Well, you remember the years of UFC eight, nine years ago? Gosh, three out of every five fights was literally just laying on the mat. You could pretty much set a camera on a tripod in the corner. If they fell down, that's where they were going to be for the next four minutes. So I think one thing, what do you think about these judges standing everybody up so fast? The, The refs? Standing people up. Yeah, if you've noticed, we kind of just came across this, but if you're not, it seems almost as if they're standing them up when there's no significant strikes now. It's not just fighting for position because I would argue there was one fight in UFC 275 that we were watching. They stood them up and they were semi-fighting for position and maybe yeah, would have were... get to a choke or something, but he was like, nope, stand up. And it's like, I mean, that's not exactly normal. Right. I mean, I like it. I like it that they're trying to, they're trying to make it more active. Yeah. Right. Cause the fans get bored. Um, and it's, it's honestly, it's probably not good for the fighters either. No, terrible. It hurts their, uh, you know, their, their following. You right. Know, stand them up. Let's go. Yeah. But I'm like, on board, but I like to grapple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Cares. Guys like Oliveira though, they, they've changed everything the way they yeah. fight and do everything. But based he's a, on he's a fun grappler. Yeah. When he gets on your back and th- throws that anaconda choke in, it's, it's fun to watch the way he moves and, and climbs and and kind of squirms his way into those chokes. Yeah. It's fun to watch. I like Oliver is one of my favorites right now. I, I actually didn't even used to be a fan at all. Like all the stereotypes of him being a huge grappler, not right. much of a striker. I, I almost think he's a completely different fighter in the last six or seven fights. He, oh, he's very well-rounded. Yeah. Now. Very well-rounded has striking, you know, apparently he can't lose any weight, but, uh, Wah, wah. <laughs> you said it. You said it, not me. Oh, that, that's a. I hope it doesn't burn him. You know what I mean? It, do, it doesn't burn him for me. Yeah, if he comes it back, burn him for me. If he comes back and wins the belt, or you know, he wins the belt. If, yeah. If he comes back and wins his next one, I, I can't imagine it hurts any bit of his legacy though. Like, that one fifty five division. Let's be honest. But right. What do you think about Whaley's chances though, as it moves on? Like, who is she going to be up against? I mean, to to be honest. For me, I don't really see Rose as being that last. Rose doesn't get a shot. Don't get me wrong. I don't like to disrespect any of these fighters. They're all, they work their tails off. You know, it's, you don't really want to take anything from them. But Whaley has improved tremendously as the fights have progressed. Oh, yeah. Does Rose have a chance against her right now? I mean, of course she's got a chance. I mean, there's no, she's not a slouch. You know what I mean? Everyone's got a chance. Well, Rose knocked her out twice. Yeah, and that's kind of what, you know, she's a she's got great striking, but I don't know. Whaley just seems I mean, to be coming on so much that do you think that uh, she's got the momentum right now? Um, she got title shot next? What do you think? Whaley? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be Whaley and Esparza for sure. 
So that'll be mark it, mark it on your that's calendar. In Paris. I don't know when is it that, is. I when think, she called her out, you think that'll be the date? Yeah, she wants to do it. She wants to do it um, away from both of their hometowns in a neutral place. That's what she was saying. Um, but that's that's the fight, and I think Waylee. Where's Rose go from here? Is she gonna be? Uh, you know what I mean? Like you can't really do. I mean, you can't give Rose the title shot again. So what's gonna happen is Rose probably will take some time off. I don't see her fighting any of these other girls. Um, so she's gonna move. She's gonna move down and just wait. Whoever takes the title, it's either gonna be Rose and Esparza two, or it's gonna be Wei Lee and Rose trilogy. Is that what you want to see? I want to see. I want to see Rose and Wei Lee trilogy. Yes, I don't want to see Rose and Nami or Rose and uh, Esparza fight again. No, I, I don't, don't think anybody I, wants to I, see that I don't that actually. Fight. I, yeah, if you put anybody else on the card with them, I bet they'll have the worst signing. You could put. I'll say it. I'll say it, a little contrary. You could put Conor McGregor on the card, and they still might have less sales. That's how much nobody wants to see those two fight ever again. Oh, never. Five rounds? Five rounds of Dana doesn't. Each Dana other? doesn't want to put that on a no, card. It, it won't happen. And unfortunately, as long as she has the belt, Rose ain't getting a title shot anywhere near that. No. No. So if Whaley wins, she's the, the title, right? She's got the title. Do you think Rose gets that shot immediately? Kind of has to. Ranked up towards the top, right? Yeah, because they don't want to see they don't you don't want to see Esparza and and Rose fight again. If this was another division and a number two goes up and gets the belt, then you're gonna see you're gonna see that uh, Rose Esparza too. But nobody wants to see that fight, well, so she's going straight to the belt. Unfortunately, I feel like she did uh, a little bit like Adesanya does. Uh, Who? When, Who are we talking you, about here? Rose in that Rose, fight okay. in that title fight that she had. Let's be honest. She's a counterer. So yeah. if you don't get engaged, she just didn't go out and try to make sure that she had done enough damage. Right. Most of the time, traditionally in the past, if you're the champ, you got to take the champ's belt. And I think that's what she was planning on doing. She thought she was scoring just enough points to get it and take no damage. And I think when it came out, sometimes it feels like the powers to be say, hey, you know, out with the old, in with the new, if you're going to play this stuff. Like, you're supposed to be an entertainer. And you don't want to think that that happened but i don't remember did you look at the line score on that was there no, did she have significantly more thinking, strikes i was I, just I, thinking to imagine being a judge for that fight rose and uh esparza dc and rogan were talking about different fights the entire <laughs> fight that's hey, that's and, how and boring props, it was and props to them R rogan straight up said this is a boring fight like yeah. i mean he may not have straight up said those words but i think it was pretty close i think it was are they really going to come out here and do the same thing in round four Dude, five rounds of that was pretty pro. Oh. Was it five minute oh. fight? Five minute yeah, rounds, right? Five title rounds. Fight. It was a title five fight. rounds, mm -hmm. five minute fights. Yeah. yeah. I don't know for sure about that one. Yeah. So I don't know what they I don't know where they go from here, but I know for a fact nobody wants to see Rose and Esparza again. Matthews, Matthews, Matthews. God, he looked good. <laughs> he looked good. Man, I like this kid. I do too. I actually, to be honest, I mean, I like to say I watch most every UFC event. I don't, I can't tell you that I remember seeing Matthews fight before this night. I've seen this guy, Andre oh, fight. God. I yeah. mean, he fought in January. Yeah. That's what I mean. We've been watching him fight all year. It seems like every time I turn on ESPN, there he is. It's like Fialho's fighting again. Yeah. What was it? January, March, April, and then a fight again in June. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's four fights in half a year. Four fights in six months. Well, he was riding the wave. He was riding the wave and running up through the number. That's what you got to do. But, uh, 
it was kind of odd. It felt like he never saw that overhand right. That was his demise. It right. seemed as though he was getting stunned by it. When you watch the fight, it literally yeah. looked like after he took that first one. It, well, where, where well, did that come from? Where was it? What's going on up here? And I think too, when this happens in a lot of fights, you're out there, and it kind of goes back to the Mike Tyson thing, where you got a game plan until you get punched in the face. Well, he got stung. And too. Matthews has some power. Yeah, I mean, we're talking one punch knockout power, one punch fold you. I tell you power. what, he looked good when you sit there oh. and you you tag somebody and you smell blood. There's that thing that some fighters get a little wild. Gaethje gets a little wild sometimes. Right, He's right. like, I'm gonna rip this guy's yeah. head off. Old Matthews, if he could put it all together and he can make himself a little run, his composure was, I don't know, man. He'd oh, he stick looked- him and he was like right on you. I'm just waiting. I know it's right there, but I'm not going to unload. I'm going to wait. And, man, he just put it right on the button every time. And now, could the other guy get out of the way a little bit? Probably. I don't really know, but he looked like an assassin. He looked like the champ. Yeah. He looked like a champ. He looked good. Like if, if you would have told me before this fight, like this guy's going to be the next champ, I may have said, ah, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't well, seen him fight enough, but man, he impressed me. way too, right? This is 170. Let's go take a look at the and card. there is one. some meat in 170. Oh, man. God. I'd like to see old uh, Matthews, though. I became a fan. I mean, he just... I'm a big Matthews fan. He looks so composed. After that fight, how can you not be? Let's see. 170. Well, you got Usman. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. What? Maybe, you, he, didn't, maybe you, he didn't look so good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you got Usman. You got Covington. Um, you got... Uh, uh, the, uh, what's his name? Here we go. Yeah, get I'm down on the right those line. rankings. Welterweight. Oh, Kamzat. Best. It's the best division in Leon. In well, all got, of uh, all of UFC right now, for sure, without a doubt. Coming up, you got Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards. That'll be good. I'm excited to have see you that seen fight. Leon, have you seen Leon fight? I have. It's he's, been a while. He, he's crispy. It's been a while. I'm I'm hoping that uh, he looks a little better than he did in the fight that I'm thinking of. I can't remember who he fought, but he just didn't look like he had all his tools going. But his last fight, he looked really good. So I, I'm hoping that he's going to be ready to bang with and, Usman. And this just dropped today. I think it's August. Kamzat Shemaev, Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. That is a fight that everybody wants to see. Muhammad's a bit of a dog, man. He He's really... I was surprised on his last fight how dominant he was. Yes. He looked really good. He's going to strike with you, but he's also going to manhandle you on the ground. He's 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 yeah. great. No, he's I mean, that 170 if Usman's not there. I mean, I don't know if I can't I can't right out say that one of these guys can beat Usman. They so, they can beat Usman on a bad night. Let's so Matthews Matthews isn't even on the top 15, huh? Not even on the top 15. Man, maybe he doesn't look like a killer. I thought he looked good, though. I mean, like I said, that fight in UFC 275, he he looks like he might be on that path. You know, when you look at something yeah. a year down the road, well, you're, you're like, got... that's kind of when you turn the corner and you start looking real good. You know, you look like you're working in the pocket. Your overhand right was on pin, you know, right where you needed right. to be. But he's got a long ways to go through that division. I mean, But some of these guys are, are on their way out, too. Who is that? Uh, Neil. Neil Magny. Chiesa. How long do you Jorge think Masvidal? Masvidal. How, how much longer do you think he's got in the game? You think I think he's got the the crowd probably wants to see him in yeah. one more crowd pleaser like a Nate Diaz thing or like something along those lines. Not Nate Diaz because they already fought. I, I don't right. know that they would actually do that, but I'm just saying he's probably not getting another title shot. Going down this list, I mean Jorge Masvidal is at eight. 
I don't even see like a, a a matchup that entices me. It'd be a Matthews Masvidal. I'd watch that. Yeah, that wouldn't be so bad. That'd be a good win for Matthews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, quite frankly, that that's what that's what the sport wants. Right. You take someone that's coming up that looks really yep. good. You stick them on a name that's going out, and you know, no offense, Jorge, but uh, right. I don't know. Like, right, here's you know, the deal. I mean, you had um, Fialho, who's been on a rampage. Yeah, and and. If he beats Matthews, he's he's probably gets a top fifteen fight. Now Matthews gets that top fifteen fight. Yeah, it could be. Masvidal probably is the guy that if you want to put a card together that people want to watch, everyone loves Masvidal. I mean, how do you oh, not? Yeah. The guy's a dog. He he's gonna he's a grinder. He's gonna fight. Right. So if you're gonna take someone and want to bring him in the top fifteen, that's how you do it. You got to get a name like that, right? Yeah. Do you think the the UFC is ready to throw him out there like that though, or does he need a couple more fights? Yeah, I don't know. He looked really good, but I, I was kind of surprised that he's not even in the top 15 because Masvidal shocking. might start somebody like that. You he know, could. Right. You, you bring a guy that's a 15 that you're trying to groom up and get his record right and, right. and have him already, he could end everyone's dreams for sure. So he just I don't know. didn't look like he had very many flaws in his striking oh, ability. Oh, yeah. Looked, he looked really good. Well, well, the other dude, though, he was fighting some guys that weren't ranked either. So, that's true. you know, did, that's we, true. did we find his capabilities or was it just. I don't know. It's just that Mike Tyson saying we bring it's, it up again. He got that one overhand right, and I don't know that he was the same after. Right. It was red on the side of his face. Obviously, it rang his bell. So he might have just been a little out of it ever uh, after that one shot. Yeah, that'll 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 set it, you back. That was his blind spot. You're like, ah. <laughs> why why do I do this thing where I go and get punched? Right, in the face? right, right. Um, but you know, in the next two years, I think Matthews will be a contender. He'll be up there. Um, I don't think right away, but give him give him a couple years, give him a couple more fights, and I think he's he's right up there. Let's look at in this. the one seventy rankings. Let's check out this heavyweight division. I've been curious about what actually could happen with John Jones coming back if he comes back in the fall, and he get or a July. I don't think it's a July thing, right? He, they're talking about something a little bit later in the summer, August or a September yeah. deal. I mean, are they gonna? Is it an interim? About because Ngannou's not going to be ready, right? No, yeah, he has I mean, knee you have surgery to, or something. You have he? to set the fight. It's probably Stipe, though, right? Isn't that the the news? Stipe might be the guy. You mean the next heavyweight fight? That's yeah, yeah, Stipe and John Jones. Is that what it's going to be? You think? You got to get Stipe in there. I mean, he's been sitting for a while. He's only, he lost to Ngannou twice. No, he beat Ngannou once. Beat him, lost, and then he lost. Yep. And he hasn't fought since, has he? Or did he? Did he fight Cyril? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because Cyril Gain, come, he kind of came out of nowhere. He beat, oh, he beat uh, the Black Beast. Yeah, Black That's, Beast, I don't know that he's ever going to get a title shot again. Unfortunately, he yeah. doesn't want to fight five rounds, which I no. don't really blame him. But uh, if he doesn't want to fight five rounds, what, are he just going to have like a, a three-rounder just because you don't want to fight five rounds? Right. I mean, it's not going to happen. I think you got to do, because Curtis Blades has been on a rampage. I think you got to do Curtis Blades and Taitu Vasa, the shoe, the oh, shoe guy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. he's my man. I, I think I'd like to see him get a shot. You, you wonder if he's ready. I hope, I hope that what they don't do is they're going to go out there and it's on the, you know, they get all their spreadsheets out. They got all the, the pictures trying to line up the matchmakers, right? Trying to figure it out. And someone in there is saying, 
what about the Australian? He'll bring in a lot yeah. of people with John Jones. Yeah. It'll be a big, big poll. And then John Jones, he might crush him. Or Jones doesn't take that fight, I don't think. You don't think? He the only fight he's taken is title fight. In Ganu. Yeah. But Ngannou's not going to be ready, so you're already not going to get it. You're going to get interim belt, and it's probably with anybody, right? Stipe. It's a done deal. Stipe, John Jones. This might already be in the nose. Is that a done deal? I don't know if anything's like a truly done deal. It's not a done deal yet, but that's the fight. Yeah. That's the heavyweight fight you want to see. I want my Australian to keep rolling. Me too. But he's getting... I like him. When when he starts Lewis, I was pretty surprised. I mean, he really did. He takes big shots, though. Oh, God. But is it in the heavyweight division? I don't know that you're not taking a big shot no matter what. Right. But I don't know where he's going next. Who's he fighting next? Well, and he can take the big shots. It didn't look like he got dropped or anything, or or is even he, even that wobbly when Derek Lewis hit him, who's probably one of the hardest hitters in the heavyweight division. Is he fighting uh, Gain next? Who? Ty. Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be Curtis Blades. Blades? Didn't he just beat? Who did he beat uh, just the other day? Oh, I mean, it wasn't the other day. Was but, it Aspinall? Or Volkov. It was Alexander Volkov, wasn't it? Yeah, he beat him as well. I think yeah, it, I don't know. He's he's probably ready for a top three guy. I mean, if it, if yeah. if John Jones doesn't come back for Stipe, then Stipe's the man. I mean, Gaines been waiting around too, though. So someone yeah. is going to have to step up to the plate and get that fight. But they're going to give that in, interim belt away so freaking fast. Right. As soon as someone wants to line up for it, they want to get rid of Ngannou so bad. Which, unfortunately... <sighs> I think he really deserved the belt after that game fight. No one gave him a shot against him. They were trying to act like he didn't have the skills, didn't right. have the tools. If he doesn't catch him early, and you could tell as soon as the fight started, wheels were spinning. You're out of my range. You're moving too fast. That is like a perfect example we were talking about earlier. We were talking about the range of someone sitting in the pocket and someone right. that's a bit of a dancer. There is no better example of that in the recent past than that right there. Because Ngannou couldn't reach him. He couldn't touch him. No. He was wearing him out, and of course, he said he had a bad knee and everything, so it might have been different. But I've watched tons of his fights. He's got heavy feet. He ain't moving anywhere in a hurry, no, but no. if he touches you, you're going to get hurt. And what did he do? He started taking him down, had a whole different oh. game plan. So, it, you know, I don't and, know. It, oh, he Ngannou's takedown game. Yeah. Oh. Could you imagine that monster getting his hands around how do you, you? How do you improve someone's, like, I'm just thinking – I never would have thought I would I would see Francis Ngannou take somebody down with a double leg. And then he did it like five he times. He body slammed him on the one. Oh, God. Take him up, throw him down. It's impressive. I mean, his What's whole he, story, his whole story is... Yeah, that show he did with insane. Joe Rogan when they went over, you know, his whole background and right. crazy life experiences he's had. It, it's hard not to pull for him. You right. kind of wonder what the... I get the, the die on a cross kind of deal, you know, like this is my flag, I'm going to... I want to do the fighter pay deal and all that stuff. But, man, if you just get out there and fight, you're going to make more money than what you're doing never fighting. Right, right, and right. you've got a short little window here. He's in his 30s and already, you know. like The problem with complaining about fighter pay, the fans don't want to hear that. Well, they don't – maybe here and there. But, right. like, to be this is going to be my hill, you know, it kind of always gives everybody a little sour taste in your mouth. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears goes into the fight game. But when you truly think about ride the wave and when you're at the peak and everybody knows your name in every single household, you can make your money in other ways and other marketing deals and other things going on. But if you don't make that enormous legacy, 
you don't have a shot for any of that stuff. George mm. Foreman's still selling grills. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's still selling grills because everybody just, you know, you ever listen to an interview with George Foreman? It's it's really kind of cool because he's a no-excuse kind of guy. He's in the ring, and if right. he lost, he lost. I remember watching uh, an interview when they it was with him talking about the Ali fight, and there were so many little shenanigans that were going out to kind of try to Make him lose. Right. They wanted Ali to fight. There were a lot of little shenanigans behind the scenes on what happened before the fight. And I want to say, I hope I'm right. I can't remember for sure, but I want to say it was like some kind of food thing too, like a food poisoning kind of a deal happened in some setup or some build up to this fight. Right. He had a lot of things stack up against him. And he's in this interview and they're putting it on a platform. Here's the tea. Here's the ball. Let's talk about the excuses we have for why you lost. And all he said was, you know, it doesn't matter. I lost the fight. And uh, kind of is what it is. So you right. just get out there and you try to fight again and do the best you can. He just didn't want no part of that. It, it was kind of cool. But that's that's the character stuff of how you get someone that makes bukus of money in the game is they talk what they are and then they deliver. And you can't just be the whiner guy. Well, George probably made more money off grills. Oh, God. And he did boxing. I remember in college, man, every other day just... <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, grease oh, buckets everywhere. Mike Tyson has a grill now too. It's a smokeless grill. Yeah, why I wouldn't he? One. Yeah, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. What's it's it? Good. Uh, it's like a smoker it's, inside. It's basically it's a more fancy George Foreman grill. <laughs> so it's it literally is. like knocked the whole model off. Yes. Like here we go. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Is it actually a smoker though? It's a smokeless. So you oh. turn this fan on on it, and it sucks mm. all the smoke in. Oh. And so it keeps it all in. Whereas the George Foreman, you know, it smokes flying everywhere. Oh yeah, this one just kind of fans it out. Leaves it in the grill. I mean, it's. Oh, Mike. You got to do what you got to do if you're Mike oh, Tyson. Mike. The podcast world is on a new level. He can though, put man. his name on anything. It's so fun getting to know some of these dudes on that level, though. I think yeah. that guy's. Uh, Mike cracks me up. Oh, you he's know. hilarious. The weed thing. I wonder uh, who would have ever thought 1980s Mike Tyson, killer. Killer. No one wants to get in the ring. Dangerous man. Most dangerous man in yeah. the whole world. You zoom forward, 2022, Mike Tyson getting high on TV, selling weed out of a business, got himself a grill. You know what I mean? Like, how funny is that? A smokeless grill. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking off George Foreman's model. You know, yeah. I always hated that grill. Let me let yeah. me get one of them out in the mix. Got these farm fields full of weed, selling them. You know, everything then was illegal yeah. to even like. Tyson Ranch. He's got his own ranch yeah. for, for weed. Yeah, but you think about that because, like, in 1986, they were putting away people for life sentences to have that right, much right. weed. And here, in 2022, I got farm fields of weed. How right. crazy is that? Mm-hmm. You get in a little time portal. That'd be a little brand. Odd. I mean, but good for him. Yeah, yeah. It's something that all these fighters can can take note on, right? It, 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 the fight game is not your last resort. You make you got to make a name for yourself. Then all these other doors open up. You got to make an audience. People got to right. like you. And as soon as they like you a little bit, you, you can branch out and make money in different ways. And I kind of wonder what Nganu's team is is thinking. You know, if you jump on every bandwagon about people talking about fighter pay, that's where is the positive out of that? When will you win out of that deal? Everyone just cries wolf right. enough to where you get a bigger raise. Right. That raise isn't coming until you're retired anyway. Right. You could set the stage. It don't matter. In five years, you're not getting a bump because you cried about it. You also have to think, though, if you're in Ghana, you had a goal, right? Be the UFC champ. Well, now you are the UFC champ. So what's next, really? You just defend your title? That is true. Is that the end, is that the end of your career? You, you, make just, it, yeah. you just defend the title until you lose. 
and then you're done. You make a really good point because in the heavyweight in the heavyweight division, this isn't just like oh we get to like fight. No, no. Every single day when you're the heavyweight champ, you fight five round, five minute yeah. fights. Someone's dying today, guys. Yeah. So it. Uh, I see your point. I mean, maybe he's like, I'm already the champ. I mean, I know from a fan's perspective, we want to see him defend. I mean, it's kind of like the Khabib thing. Right. What's next for Khabib? Like, you just want him to sit there and defend his title for 17, to 17 fights in a row? It's like, don't, God. don't get me started on Khabib. Cause <laughs> I, I still think that legacy wise, when everyone is touting greatest of all time, all the time with Khabib, I don't even, I, I don't, I'm not here to say he's not. The thing as a fight fan is like, man, if you just would have went out there and ran it back four or five more times, and I get it, that's three years. Three years. If you stayed in there three, you wouldn't be able to even semi-argue the idea that he's the greatest of all time. Right. But 29-0, and kind of sat up on that top five. Do you, you know what it is? How many times he fought top five guys? I think he Six. only had yeah five, three, four, five, six fights with top five guys. Six. I mean, I it's up, upwards six or seven, yeah, I think. Imagine if, you know, you have nine title defenses. All, you know, never take any damage. Now you're talking right. like some crazy numbers. But nonetheless, you can't fault the guy. I mean, no. if he loves coaching and he's tired of cutting weight and tired of playing the game and he's the best at it, uh, you know, at that right. time, 29 0, hadn't been touched, barely any damage to his face. I mean, yeah. I think it was. Why not? Uh, Matt Hughes. I mean, he he made it. They they talk about this. Um, I've heard it. I've heard it be brought up a few times in different conversations. But Matt Hughes, when he when he lost, I think he lost to a spinning back fist from uh, um, Sarah Matt Sarah. And they asked him after the fight, he's like, "How's it feel now? You've lost your belt." And he said, "Honestly, it's a relief." Yeah. It's like I've I've, I've been at the top, and then once you're at the top, you just gotta. You got all these people that are that are after you. You're the target now. He's like, that target's off my back now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good point. Sure. You know? It makes a lot of sense. That would be a lot of pressure, too. Because right. it's it's not like any fight to... that you have from here on out isn't the baddest dude that right. there is. Your goal your goal is to be, if you're in the UFC, your goal is obviously, I want to be the champ. Right? You want to make money, but you got into fighting because you think you're the best and you want to be the best. Right. So you are the best when you get that belt. So it's kind of like, what's that? Like, now you just defend it and, and, you, and hey, your legacy lives on? I, I think that's one of the biggest points or the biggest things to think about with Conor McGregor. Everyone, you know, you, the, the Conor McGregor haters don't like his mouth. Right. The Conor McGregor lovers love his mouth. Right, right. But when it comes to, like, hear. his ability to, yeah, I'm the champ. Why don't I want to go into a different weight class? Why wouldn't I want to box? Why would it? Yeah, why I mean, not? <laughs> Why not go fight Floyd Mayweather? Yeah, I mean, like you made it to the top. Million dollars, absolutely. And that even in Ganu, if he if he seals that deal, do you ink the deal that says I, I make a hundred million dollars of a Tyson Fury fight, or would you rather hold the belt for three or four more years in the UFC and make a total of one point five million? Give me the pin. Yeah, I'm signing. Yeah, I'm signing the fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if I lose. Yeah, that's the only thing that I kind of wish that. It's not like, about legacy at that point. That's it's about money. I wish his his uh, message wasn't kind of fight or pay guys. We need to really work on this. It's so terrible. And it was more like, yeah, fight or pay sucks. I'm going over here and I'm going right. to knock Tyson Fury out. I'm not going to cry about it and say, I need this deal. No, I would rather him be like, yeah, I'm the champ. 
Y'all told me I couldn't wrestle. I yeah. defended my belt with a broken knee. I'm going to go punch this guy in the mm-hmm. face and make a hundred million bucks because he can't yeah. fight me. Like, because every time I get hurt in the UFC, yeah. now I have to, now I got to get my interim title belt back. Yeah. I mean, really? I would, if I'm out for too long, you're going to give it to that guy without defending me. And then I have to go back and get the belt. I, I would like to have see it presented. I'm a cat and mouse back yeah. and forth kind of stuff. Go, go make your money. Yeah. In Ganu. I don't have any problem. With and, seeing and, him go box. And if you think that Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor was a big, one of the biggest events, sporting events, a crossover, MMA, boxing. If you don't think Nkanu and Tyson Fury is going to be bigger than that. Oh, un- unfortunately, I have seen so many fights from Tyson Fury, though. There's not even like a shred of my body that thinks Nganu's got a chance. No, not me neither. Not even a chance. Well, here's the only chance he has. He has one punch knockout power. But the problem is, so did uh, Wilder. Wilder, yeah. And but he got Wilder, now, but don't get me wrong. Now, you, you, it would be interesting to know, like if you were in the gyms with these guys fighting. Of course, we're not. We're just shooting the shit. But you're sitting here and you're going, Ngannou is a guy that's touted as having the most power ever. Does he really have more power than Wilder? I mean, that guy works on punching. Literally, that's all he does. So it's arguable to say that Wilder probably has more power than Ngannou. Unless weight is just really that much of a factor, which I don't know that it's, anybody's ever said Wilder doesn't have that anybody's beaten him in a power category. No. So is he really going to bring to the table more power? And he's slower. Well, I don't know though. Wilder, I wouldn't know that I would call him a speed demon when it comes to. It's hard to say who has more power without having them punch one of those machines and figure it out. We don't know. That's but the thing. Do you That's think Ngannou is going to be able to chase Tyson Fury around a ring? Yeah, that's another. That's a whole. Nother, that's a. That's a side of boxing that Ngannou doesn't see. Has Ngannou ever had a six eleven, six ten, two hundred seventy ten? He's something up there. He's what's Ngannou six six seven, he's something six, like that. Ngannou six, six seven, six 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 seven. I think. Pretty sure. Yeah, scary, scary, scary man. Yeah, just the fact of seeing those two in a ring together. But I'm is, just saying, is the selling point. Tyson Fury laid all over Wilder, got oh, him yeah. tired, took his legs away. Yeah. Nganu, who's laid on Nganu before? No one's big enough. Right. So you're gonna he's, have a guy that outsizes you. He's a lot but, bigger and stronger than yeah. uh Wilder is. Yeah, you, you like, I'm just saying bigger. this is how that fight's gonna look. He's either gonna sit out there and, and put on a show and spar with him a little bit. I mean, spar is not the right word, right. but he, he's gonna dance a little in the first round. Or what he's gonna do is have a game plan. And he's going to pepper him, and he's going to start laying on him. And if he wants to win, and he wants to win really easily, he's going to lay on him and make him really, really, really tired. Because you know what you see every single Nganu fight? If he doesn't start you within the first two or three rounds, the commentary is always, God, he looks tired. God, he looks tired. But I just keep, I can't help but think back to that Nganu fight where who was he fighting where it was the uppercut and he literally oh, lifted yeah. the guy yeah the guy's feet went up in the air you think that he's going to get away with the four ounce glove or the eight ounce glove yeah trade like the, you oh, think tyson tyson's sign me up whatever you want to do he's gypsy king let's get he's like let's ring, take bud. the gloves off buddy yeah. i don't give it you know <laughs> we don't need we don't need nothing. yeah he's a we gypsy do bare knuckle boxing if you want that's what i'm saying though so out of all people to fight I just don't know that Tyson Fury is the one that I want to no, get well, in there with. That's the money fight, though. Sure, sure. I mean, if you're getting into boxing, just to just to make it's a crossover event, right? It's a big money event. You're going to make a hundred million dollars. I don't get the boxing pay. I I don't understand how these fighters are making so much money when I feel like no one I know watches boxing. There's bigger. There's just bigger organizations. 
Like there, there's so many different belts. Like you've got the UFC. But who's got who's Bellator, watching the fights all, to bring all, the money? That's what I just don't get. Is this just like a rich man kind of thing trading cash? Because I don't understand. I think, I think it's like a it's a worldwide thing because boxers are all over. So the world it's like soccer, like sure, come to America, and it's it's football, football, baseball. They make all the money. Probably football. What would you say? What sport? In well, America baseball makes the has most money? enormous contracts with players. Uh, right. NFL, NBA. Who's the? Yeah, I think they dropped. What's the term where they say uh, price cap or not a price cap? Uh, league, league, you can only spend so much right. money. Like the NBA had a lot of limitations for a long time. I think salary. It's expanded salary cap. Yeah, yeah. I think the MLB lifted it, or it's a lot bigger than it used to be because they've had crazy contracts. So, NFL's got some what of a salary cap right. thing that's always going on to kind of keep everything in a bottle, keep it competitive. But definitely but, not soccer, right? I don't think there's even like a market for the U.S. for it. It's yeah, the same so. thing. It's like boxing. You wouldn't think it makes more because I mean to, to me because yeah, but boxing's been around for so long. It, it baseball's been around for so. You, long. You might be right. It might you know I'm not for sure, but you might be right. It might be a global thing. That, yeah, because if you're selling crazy amounts of pay per views globally, right. you know it's a big world out there. But I think in our lifetime, I I just I just don't see how and I might make some people mad here, but I don't see how boxing is more entertaining than UFC. I uh, believe it or not, <laughs> it depends if you like a face. Because when I went down the Tyson Fury world and really started watching a lot of his fights, I've probably seen 15 or 16 of his fights now. And you like his style and you understand what he's doing and you see the differences in the way that he fought different opponents. And right. you kind of get that it's an art more than, I mean, yeah, we're there, it's micro. The things right. that they're doing, it's a micro adjustment, you yeah. know, from Wilder one to Wilder two. He fought completely different I'm, in I'm, a sense. And don't get me wrong, I love, I love watching boxing. It's yeah, it's fun to watch. But I just don't. I'm just saying, I don't see it as being more exciting. It's just about a UFC. face. Yeah. yeah, it's just about a face, and, and it's the, more of the art. I get that. It's it's. A, but if you had a Dana White in the boxing world, I'm not <clears> real sure that you might not like boxing. You know, Dana White, he's yeah. got the UFC. Rocking and rolling. I yeah, mean, he's. I mean, he's. He's every bit of responsible for the UFC blowing up the way it has. For sure. I mean, he. Without did, a Dana, I don't think you have the UFC. It could have been a number of these other organizations. Absolutely, and it'll be interesting as more and more competition comes in. Who makes right. it? Which league works? You know, NFL's got competition with the different leagues that have come out, but but nothing's really right. happened. You know, MLB hasn't really had like a major competitor per se. Um, yeah, just it's kind of interesting though how many leagues are coming up in this UFC world to see what? fighters are crossing over. You'll yeah. see fighters go from Bellator to UFC. Chandler goes from from Bellator to the UFC, um, and then you have uh, uh, who's a Cuban guy? Pacquiao? No, UFC what we, fighter. What are we talking about? <sighs> Jack dude, UFC fighter. Cuban. Oh, uh, Romero. Romero goes over to Bellator. Yeah, monster. So you got this crossover. Never thing taking happen. steroids, though. He's no, he's clean. No, clean as can be. He's clean. I don't know if I could even get my no. traps to touch my ears like. That. <laughs> no, what what happened in the hospitals in Cuba? I don't know. <laughs> when he was a kid, but he's not. He's not anything. No, he's, he's clean. clean as a whistle. Yeah, clean as a whistle. Maybe that's why he went to Bellator. <laughs> I remember the first time. I remember the first time I saw him fight. Though I was like walking around the room. Who is this guy? Yeah. Like. <laughs> What do you mean? I've never heard of him. Why is he so big? Yeah, well, see, I already, I already knew who he was from wrestling because he, he was a Cuban wrestler. 
Gotcha. So he, I mean, even in even in those days, he was like the biggest man known. Is this guy like he wrestled Kale Sanderson? Uh, well, Kale Sanderson is probably the biggest name in wrestling, but. Well, we appreciate you listening today. Uh, this is our thoughts on the UFC 275. We should have some more fights coming up, and uh, you know, we'll just give it another shot and see if we can't uh, put on a good show for you guys.